Welcome everybody to today's stream. This is the last episode of the year. Podcast number three. What's wrong with your head? <laughs> that's my new style, baby. <laughs> that's that's a stupid style. That's better. Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that to Jordan. He, he laughed during the during the credits there. Welcome everybody. This is the last episode of the year. We will be back January seventh. Thank you for it's been a year. It's twenty twenty one. Next year's twenty twenty two. It's been a crazy year. Yeah, Had a lot of success. We grew by 21%, everybody, for those of you oh, that are listening out there. Oh, thank you, yes. everybody. We did make the move two years ago to YouTube. This was another year on YouTube. Yay. Um, I think, I, I think uh, it's going well. It's been good being here. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and that's the- our show. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, we appreciate this part. We love hanging out with you guys every single week. We love uh, everybody that tunes in. Thank you. Uh, we're getting a lot of people who like were originals too that I've noticed lately, and have come back. They've come back to the fold. Yeah. Well, how long? Have, how long have we been doing this now? Is Ten this years now, right? No. Well, when did the Xbox One release? Because it was twenty thirteen. Like, twenty th- was it oh, the end of twenty thirteen? Because we years. started. Oh yeah, yeah. It was so twenty fourteen is when we started. Then the okay, beginning yeah. of twenty fourteen. So that's what seven years. Seven years. Seven years doing the show. Dang. It's it's been a wild ride, everybody. Thank you very much for being here. It's funny. It's funny that it's seven years. I feel like I'm just we're just getting in our groove. Yeah. I really do. Took us six years to get to that. Took us six years. Other people figure it out in one. Takes us six years. (laughs) Do they though? To figure it out. I don't know. I think I think anything that is worthwhile takes a lot of time, David. Yeah, that's true. Mm, that's uh, that's true. Everybody who's listening, Spotify just dropped Whoops. reviews and ratings over right. on Spotify. So what a great way to end the year. Go over to Spotify, rate, review to us there, subscribe to us there, but leave us a rating. Leave us a review. It really helps. Leave us a rating and review over on iTunes as well or Apple Music, whatever it's called. That also very much helps us. And thank you, everybody, who has done that for us. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. uh Helping us out. Speaking of a really, really good year, by the way, yeah. this was I was I was going through just the in the pre-show. I was writing down my notes of like games that I've liked this year. There's yeah. been some heavy hitters, big boy heavy hitters. There's yeah. been some great games that came out in 2021. So let's start. Let's start. Let's start before we jump into games with oh, okay. with how has Xbox done this year? An, an Xbox year in review. Okay, Microsoft Xbox. Started out the year maybe not as strong. Ended the year super strong. I think. I think Xbox. Wait, why did they start out not as strong? Well, you had I can't a lot remember. Of, you had a lot of mockery with uh, Halo, Halo delay and stuff. You had some oh, delays. Yeah, 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 you had yeah, yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Halo's going to be a joke. You had you had Game Pass question marks still. Game Pass that's is true. never going to work. True. Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, they're turns never out make, that was wrong. Turns <laughs> out that was wrong. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> no, they've done a great job with that, yeah. and I feel like they really are setting the pace, setting the tone. I, even something simple like changing the name of Game Pass for PC to PC Game Pass. I think uh-huh. someone just messed up and they ran out of paper or something. No, but the little things like I, that. I, I think goes. they're really yeah. just... Uh, we're talking about us hitting the groove. Maybe we're hitting our groove because Xbox is hitting their groove. Yeah, our groove depends on their groove. Then the, depends on yeah. their groove. It feels like all of it's these It's a symbiotic things, relationship. All of these <laughs> things have been in the works for a while... And it just feels like they're paying off finally. We're starting to see the fruits of work that yep. is years in the making. Well, yeah, because you're starting now. You're starting to get uh, previews of trailer or previews of studios they've acquired a while ago. Yeah, you're seeing what they've been working on. Yeah. Uh, Defenestrator says Xbox absolutely crushed it this year. I'm fully converted from PlayStation. Whoa, Whoa. Defenestrator throwing Whoa. down the hammer. Yeah, no, I agree. They did absolutely, absolutely crush it. Big Boy Will says, what a year Xbox has had. Unbelievable. It's Mr. Good. F- Mr. Fripp says, David's showing off his guns tonight. Well, thank you. Yes, I am. Oh, I kinda look am. at those yeah. suckers. I actually have been going back to the gym uh, two weeks now. Oh, yeah. Consistent. Good for you. Very cool. There's time off there. I, I just don't like the way my body looks. Mm. That's right. Please. Most people don't like to be fat shamed. Please fat shame me. <laughs> yeah. I, that's the only thing that motivates me. Yeah, that's what motiv- I tell my wife all the time. Tell me I don't look good so that I can not eat. <laughs> so, that, so that I can. <laughs> so that I can not eat. So that I can. I can, that so I can uh, double down on starvation. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mick Spicy. Let's start with you. David. Outside of games, because I think games are, we're, we're going to go over our games, favorite games of the yeah. year. But Xbox, anything that really stands out to you that puts them over, or is it just everything, the accumulation of 2021? 
Yeah, well, it's hard to say that without talking about games because Xbox is games. Sure. I mean, they're probably one of their biggest things is their inclusivity of PC gaming as well with the Ultimate Pass. Mm-hmm. I think that ha- that's a game changer. Um, actually, instead of hiding the fact that your PC is technically a console, yeah, just you know, own it. Just, 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 just be like, you know embrace what? Embrace it. Our, uh, yeah, our other console is what everyone plays on too. You know what I mean? So uh, it's so we are Windows and and um, having Game Pass availability over to uh, PC players is actually really really awesome. I've played uh, several games over on that side of things as well. I actually think some games play play better there. Um, Age of Empires. Yeah, good good example. I, mean, um, I guess you can't play it on Gears Tactics on Xbox is another anyways. one that I thought I mm-hmm. really really enjoyed on the PC, like those XCOM style games that uh, that have been all the rage. Uh, you know, I, and Jordan, weren't you playing the Ascent as well? Did you prefer it on? Uh, yeah, PC? it was easier to control for me. Sure. So I think I think having that that barrier. Uh, removed. I know that I think they started doing that a year or two ago, but I feel as though Microsoft did a really good job at actually saying it better that you know PC players can have Game Pass as well and enjoy the benefits. And there's lots of games on Game yeah. Pass as well. I think they did a much better job this year. Uh, oh yeah, with that, with yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jordan, how about you? Uh, year in review. Um, no, I, I, I agree with Mark. I think they did a really good job this year. One thing I, I talked about this the the other week, just a little bit. One thing, one thing I think Xbox is very good at, and I don't think they get enough credit for is what they're doing, uh, to push out accessibility of their games. And I mean that by, uh, the features they add within their games for accessibility, um, the controller that they, I mean, I know they didn't come out with that controller this year, but I feel like Microsoft, and this is what I said a few weeks ago, I feel like Microsoft is on the forefront of leading that charge, which I think is really cool because a lot of people think making a game accessible is just giving it an easy mode, and that's not true. Uh, making a game accessible to everybody is what Microsoft does with you know, all the different settings they have when it comes to colorblind mode and all the different uh, features they give you within their games. Uh, just looking at Forza 5 and Halo Infinite, I mean, how many features do we have? Yeah, actually, those uh, even benefit me sometimes. What's, what's funny? Well, they really yeah. benefit you in Halo Infinite. Yeah. If you haven't turned on opponents having the pineapple color, you're missing out because yeah. it lights up the world. You can see your enemies everywhere because it's the map. yeah, it's a color you know blindness feature, and it helps me a lot. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, but that aside, I really do think I, I don't think they get enough credit for it. Uh, but I think Microsoft has done an excellent job of making games accessible to to everyone, uh, whether you yeah. have uh, different challenges uh, or disabilities that prevent you from using, playing the traditional way. Microsoft has led the charge in playing, and that's kind of their motto, right? When you tie it into Game Pass and Game Pass for PC, play how you want to play. Well, it's not their motto. It should be, but, you know, play wherever you want to play, play however you want to well, play, you know. And they've you know. done it. I mean, they've done this over the course of several years, but they've done it on both the software side mm-hmm. and the hardware side. Yeah. A really, really phenomenal job. I agree yeah. with you, Jordan, a lot. So, yeah, I would also, I would also add to that that they've also done it. They've really gotten better at presentation, the the presentation of their games. For instance, opening Senua's, your Xbox. Well, send you a sacrifice. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that I mean, that had a very PlayStation esque feel to it, and they've been doing more of that. Also with the Master Chief advertising where they put you in his position that is something that playstation has been very good at for a long time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you know with their commercials where they show a normal person inside the game playing it as if it's themselves and i think that microsoft has has done a much better job of of presenting and marketing themselves they have the songs that went by viral not taking themselves too seriously making things into jokes and they're they're on top of of that part of it as as well well and this may seem stupid and 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 dumb but Along the lines of presentation, uh, when you open up your Xbox Series X, yeah, I know. like it's you open it up tier. and you feel like you're being taken care of. I know this yeah. sounds stupid, but it's it's the the way the box that you open it up and it's there. Like well, you Apple, feel like you're being taken care of. Apple does that too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. Like it's like you feel like you're buying a lot. A, you want to. Yeah, be. you feel like you're buying a premium product. And the only reason I bring it up is because I ha- I have both an Xbox and a PlayStation Five, and nothing against PlayStation, but they literally wrapped it in foam and put two egg cartons on the side. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was just. I mean, it was you, you, yeah, this, could, you know it you like a, it. It there uh, was a science to this, and that's nothing against PlayStation. I mean, I, I like my. 
PlayStation, but when I opened up my Xbox, it's like you said, like with Apple products, you feel like you've bought a premium product and they're treating you like you've bought that premium product, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's lots of products to do that, but yeah, absolutely. Just the box. It was like scientific boxing. Cooper in chat says xCloud was a big win this year for Xbox. Yeah. Absolutely. It was. <laughs> so, I've, I mean, I tried xCloud. I feel as though some games still need work. Games that don't require immediate low latency input yeah. are great on it. But games like Forza, for example, I can't. I've tried playing on xCloud and I can't because there's like a 200 millisecond delay. And I don't know how you get around that because that's... Well, I've still yet you know? I've still yet to do this, but I wonder if you get something like uh, what is it called, like the Razer Kishi that actually plugs into your phone. I know it won't get rid of the the millisecond, you know, the the delay because you're obviously playing from a server. But I wonder if it'll improve it enough to where it's less noticeable. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've yet to try that because I've I've had that same experience. I feel like some games feel fine, but when I play Gears of War, is one I always kind of test out. You can feel it in that one. Yeah. You well, know. like Gears Tactics would be a good game yeah. to yeah, do it because perfect, yeah. it's turn-based. Turn when you're going through menus, you don't notice it, but when you're taking turns that require, like in Forza, you know, instant, you know, in, I, I, everyone listening, I'm leaning with my body and turning <laughs> with the turn. You need it. You need it in, on some games. So I think there's still work that needs to be done. Um but yeah, XCloud is is absolutely an excellent thing for uh, you know Microsoft to to produce and everything and and I just it will it will be pretty incredible when it gets to the point where you can play those twitchy games. I don't Remember know when VR was all the rage. It still is. I mean, there's a huge there's there's, there's a, a decent crowd. There's Do a scene. What, what runs it? I want an Oculus. So have we got sent an Oculus? Shout out to uh, to the person that sent us an Oculus rift because he he upgraded yeah and sent us it to try out and we had only really tried like playstation or some other ones PlayStation VR. uh but the oculus they do do it right my problem with the I, and so i was gonna get the wireless one because mm-hmm. they have a wireless one and my get wife little, and i really enjoy a little saber. beat saber yeah the beat saber is like a good workout too yeah and but i have to enter in my facebook st- i do yeah that, excuse that me it. your meta stuff sorry my meta st- and kill, actually have you seen they change it it's not it called me. the uh I don't think it's called. Didn't they change the name of the Oculus to the Meta now? Like it's Meta. The Meticulous. No, it's it, no, no. It's, uh, yeah, look, I, I saw it on like the, it, it said something. Maybe it was just because no, of it Facebook. Might be it, it, it might no, be the menu. Yeah, it might be the. They should change like, yeah. it to Meticulous. 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 That's fantastic. <laughs> no, but I think. Anyways, I I only bring up VR because I think VR will come in its time if if it's meant to come. See, I think Microsoft took the right move in saying we're not going to develop it. We're not going to. We'll, we'll support it if it comes. But we're focusing on the cloud, okay. and I think that that's the smart move. I don't think if this is going to be controversial with those that really, really like VR, and that's fine. That's fine. Everybody has you know different tastes and everything. The problem I have with with VR is not necessarily the hardware; it's the very nature of having to move around while you're standing still with something over your eyes. Uh, there are games, and I've said this a million times. There are games that are really, really great with VR, like Elite Dangerous, for example, any cockpit game, uh, yeah, racing, racing games, yeah. uh, space sim games, or even just, you know, mm. flying games. Um, I think those are really, really the place where VR stands out because you're not having to move. Once you have that, uh, like a shooter, for example, or uh, Resident Evil, um, I, although I know that's probably one of the Sorry, better when games. You, when you say movement, you mean mo- you're the character in the game. The character in the feet. game moves. Yeah. That's where there's this disconnect with my brain and my feet. You remember we played Minecraft, which was super cool. Super cool to be in your Minecraft world. Yeah. But it made us, the three of us, all the rest. Well, well, then that's the thing. It's because, well, if you're standing there and you're looking around, it's fine. Yeah. But once you start walking in game... And standing still IRL, it's the, the disconnect. And I don't think you can get past that. I think VR's place in the future is going to be in stationary games like uh, Beat Saber. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. So Beat Saber, you're moving. You are moving. 
but the the character in the game is not moving. No, it, but it moves left and right where yeah. you're standing. So it it actually works totally. I'm talking about like walking forward unless you get to the point where you have a omni treadmill where yes. you can yeah. and you you're in, you're suited up, which I think defeats the whole purpose of having a relatively inexpensive virtual gaming setup you know that's that's what the oculus and other uh, the these hardware developers are trying to achieve is a price point where it become very becomes Mm -hmm. very mainstream i don't think you can do that with an omni treadmill Mm. you know so that's i think the the issue that vr is going to have indefinitely i don't think you can get past that in any game because it's it's unless okay there is a way we develop the matrix where we get Plug we get in. Sword Art Plug Online. In. Yeah. We can get plugged into the system and we go comatose and then we are badasses in our own Might world. be a good way to lose weight. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah hey, that's, uh, that's, I think, the only way past that. I, I don't think there's a way around Can you imagine like having people's to j- brains. having to like jack in to play Call of Duty or something? Say that again. Okay, that's what they do in the Matrix. <laughs> I thing. know, I'm no, just kidding. kidding. <laughs> They oh, jack yeah. in. That's yeah. I, yeah. Can you imagine? Like, all right, guys, we're gonna play. That's when yeah. cheating really matters. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, he's a hacker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cooper says theme park games as well, roller coaster, etc., yeah. uh, are great for VR. Yeah. So see, yeah, roller coaster. What can you do on rails that becomes like a? Because I'm talking about. Think about like I'll a triple A RPG, triple A RPG game, or like a game that you progress. Uh, any any modern shooter, there's growth and there's progression in storytelling. Roller coaster game is a roller coaster. Maybe you can build some sort of well, progression. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, you're just saying there's a limitation. Well, because a roller coaster game would sound it, it's a game like a that that sounds like a demo to me, which I feel as though most VR games are. Is just a demo of what VR can do. I mean, we have be- yet to achieve. What I don't know, but see, Beat Saber. I will say, Beat Saber is. I mean, we never played ha- Half Life, Alex. Yeah, that one I've heard is very good. I've heard that's like do, done it right. Okay, okay, and that's fair, and 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 maybe maybe you know that that'll be the case. But I still feel personally that I don't know how you get past walking, but not walking, walking in a game wheelchairs. <laughs> but see, that's technically a cockpit. You know True. what I mean? True. Floating. 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 You're a, floating you, you, have to make a, you have to make a Ghostbusters game where you're the ghost. Okay, so let's let's do this. You basically in an Iron Man suit. Okay, I can see that. Maybe Iron Man is the way to go. You rocket boot everywhere where you're stationary, but you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm done yeah. with that. Yeah. Which is kind of a cockpit, yeah. a body cockpit. Um speaking of Ghostbusters, Jordan, you saw Ghostbusters. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing yeah. good things. If you enjoyed the originals, you'll really enjoy this one. You can I since we're on that because I made us be on that. Yeah, you did. You yeah. definitely did. You just <laughs> shut w- me down. I want to say, <laughs> I found a new favorite show, Yellowstone. Guys, blows Yellowstone. My mind. Yeah, Kevin Costner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spicy. Yeah, awesome. Did you ever watch Sons of Anarchy? No. Okay, so you gotta watch Sons of Anarchy. One of my favorite. I've been told I have to watch. Don't that watch show. it with my with your wife. Yeah, it's really. Also, don't watch it with my wife. And like, if you and if you. <laughs> Okay, I'll and, write that. Let me write that down. Don't and, watch Anarchy with Meg. And if you want to have like a good day afterwards, it's like dark, every episode is it's, designed to depress so, you. But it's like Radiohead. It's yeah, just it's super like, depressing. Yeah, you're like, oh my gosh. Oh, Yellowsto- Yellowstone is like Sons of Anarchy meets the Wild West meets ranching. Modern day ranching. Yeah, I've seen my wife's in chat. She's like, which means he shouldn't watch it. He shouldn't. But you really should. <laughs> it's okay, so good. Anyways, yeah. I've been told that really really Anarchy is really yeah, also good. Yellowstone. So, Yellowstone is really, so really good. good. Okay. Yeah. And Kevin Costner's in it? I Kevin haven't. Costner's I actually haven't even character. heard of Yellowstone. It's four seasons long. It's on. Wait, it's already been out for four seasons and I haven't heard of it yet? Yeah, Might be who, three who's seasons, it on? Is it on Apple? Or? It's on Peacock. Peacock. Mm. I subscribed to Peacock for one month just to watch it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, good for you. It's so good. That's good. That's kind of what they want you to do. And then they want you to forget to unsubscribe. Yeah, I'll, that's how they get you. I'll unsubscribe. I, I don't forget. That's why they give you the f- 10 pages of, are you sure you want to turn off automatic billing? <laughs> so overall, 
<laughs> Xbox has had a good year. I think I think yeah. that's I think that that's undeniable at this point. Congratulations, Xbox. Uh, let's get to games. Spicy, let's start with you. Just what game stood out to you this year that you would like to, to discuss? Can I? Yeah, can I? I want to. I have a list of games that left an impression on me. Okay. I don't want to go through my like game of the year yet or top 10 or top, no, I think we'll top just, three. Yeah, I think we'll just do which, what, like go through that stood out to you and then we'll just all, I'll say our favorite game. Okay. Let's go to, uh, I'm going to do this by style, uh, meaning like genre. Genre. Yeah. I have to mention. That uh, I was a huge fan of Diablo 2 and Diablo 2 Resurrected. I'm going to consider this as a release because I spent a lot of time into the release and I really, really enjoy uh, Diablo 2. And I think that I think having that on my Xbox was awesome. Yeah. So uh, left an impression on me. That same style, I think the Ascent was a really, really great First try. S- first try and cyberpunk version of what Diablo 2 is, mm-hmm. essentially, which is the angled up RPG, get better gear, have mm-hmm. bosses, uh, and really enjoy. The The limitation with the Ascent, obviously, is the co-op was not full co-op, which I don't know why that is not the case in some games, because <laughs> Diablo 2, which was made 20 years ago, was. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand that, but okay. I'll uh, I'll just go maybe a little bit quicker than what I'm doing. Um, technically, Microsoft Flight Simulator came oh, out on Xbox. So good. Uh, very, very that's a awesome. Re- game. That's a reset game for yeah, me. Yeah, that's no, that a good. fantastic. Speaking of reset games, Forza. I have to mention Forza. Yeah, that will be the game I play when I just need to sit down, relax for a while. If I can play it, if they don't keep banning me. Um, I really, really, really like that game. That's probably a top five. It's definitely a top five, maybe a top I mean, three. I think it's the highest Metacritic rated game of the year. I think Psychonauts is. Oh, Psychonauts is. Okay. I think Psychonauts is. I think it's like a, at a 92 or something like that. We can check that. Uh, which, by the way, also probably e- definitely a top five, maybe a top three is Psychonauts 2 mm. as well. Uh, that game phenomenal job tim schaefer good job man that that game is a ridiculously great job even there there's some there's some complaints about how odd the art style is but once you play for a half hour it's like it's supposed to be that way Mm -hmm. it it does it does a really really good job i think I think if you haven't played Psychonauts 2, you should. It's a it's a great game. It's a great game you can play with your kids, family, by yourself, whatever. So, um, let's get into uh, other games. I uh, Hitman 3 was, was that technically this year? I think that was. Was that not? No, I don't think that was this year. That might have been like Game Pass this year. That's what it was. Okay, that, I put that on the list because I I was looking at lists and stuff, and that was on a, a list. So I'll I'll cross that up. Screw you, Hitman. <laughs> Get that off you. I, I can't remember anything like that. But I do want to mention um, Far Cry Six. I really, really, really enjoyed. I think that is probably my favorite Far Cry that I've played. It's definitely up there with Far Cry Three. And that was previously my favorite Far Cry. So I think I oh, think Hitman, Hitman was this 3. year, January twentieth. Yeah. So Ooh, it was. So right that's, at the beginning. Got okay, let me uncross that. Never mind. Not screw you, Hitman Three. I like you again. Um, I think that I played the snot out of Hitman Three. I think that's. I think they did an excellent, excellent job. Um, so, I mean, we're going over this list and think about the heavy hitters that we're talking about. Like mm-hmm. they're they're very very good. So Far Cry Six, excellent game. Back for Blood, I really, really enjoyed. Probably because it came out when nothing else came out. Uh, but I thought, I thought it was done in a very fun way with friends. It's definitely the co-op shooter of my, in my opinion, that I've enjoyed most probably this year. I would put that above other co-op shooters like Battlefield and and other things which are sort of co-op. But I will say, the upper difficulties, normal difficulties, and higher. I don't think I would even try because of how difficult the game became. I think I think I think in order to do that you have to memorize the maps and everything. I just didn't have time to do that. But Back for Blood is really good. Uh now I want to go into um kind of the games that were like adventure games, open not open world but adventure storytelling games like The Medium. I really 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 thought that was a great story. I think I, The Medium was a game pass. 
It came year. out this year. The medium did? Yeah. Oh, the medium. I'm thinking of uh, Control. They're like the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. They're really sorry, but yeah, Medium had the cool like uh, yeah, the switching switchy well, switcheroers, and I really liked how they did the upgrade system and the weapons and everything, and how they told stories. And it was just a really, I thought the Medium was a story that was very well told, and I really enjoyed the progression in that game. I thought, I thought, I thought it was an excellent one. It definitely captured my attention for a couple of weeks, which I enjoyed. Uh, another one that I thought was really well done was Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a fun little yeah. one. Wasn't it? I think. I think that's a really great game to play with kids. To the the jokes are both kid friendly and adult friendly, and you can play with. <laughs> I gotta phrase this right. You can enjoy the game with yourself. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. I thought that uh, twelve minutes was decent. I just wanted to mention that because I did one hundred percent that game. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Uh, with all this list, a lot of time games this year. Yeah. Uh, and then probably my one and two. I'm going to give you my one and two games. Give me. Give it to me. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Really Boom. Good. I think that game came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it to so be. So fun fact, it's like on Metacritic by user score, which is the only score that matters. Yeah. It is the fourth top game of the year. Guardians? Yeah. Guardians. It's... It came out of nowhere for yeah. me. I thought it was going to be all right, you know, and and you get this with with how the with how movies have been the last fifteen years, maybe ten years. You you almost get overwhelmed with superhero, you know. Oh yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's so mainstream now that it's everywhere that you have the. It's almost like a desire to not play a game like this because <laughs> it's so it, and superhero stuff is so in your face. I, if you're, if you guys are looking live, my office is plastered with superheroes everywhere. I love, I love, I love that stuff. I've been, I've been enjoying it since I was a kid, but it does get overwhelming. However, they did such a good job at telling the story of star Lord and the flashbacks that he has and the the problems he has trying to keep the team together it's just it, it's when storytelling is at a, a universal format and what i mean by that is i mean like something that everyone can uh relate to i think marvel or not marvel guardians did this in this game everybody can relate to some of the stresses that goes on throughout this whole game and it's a very very well told story i think the combat is enjoyable it may feel repetitive later on but i still think it's really really fun because you can synergize with everyone and once you get to a certain point it's just like you're blowing things up by looking at them because your team is really working well together i love the the t get the get together team and you say a speech and then they go back out there. I think that game really took me places I enjoyed. So I wanted to say that that's probably I'm going to, I'll come back to you in a sec, whether it's my one or two, but I also have to mention how good Halo infinite is and how good the multiplayer is and how good um, the campaign is. And just the daunting task of taking a beloved IP and not screwing it up <laughs> and being able to tell a story in a way that appeases the old fans and still is able to grab the new fans and how they used the weapon in, in it to do that. And in multiplayer, how they took that traditional Halo and modernized it. And I mean... Basically, I'm going to probably give this thing first place because of the hook shot. I mean, that the, the the game the game is really really good. So, I I'm going to say Halo Infinite's probably my favorite followed by Marvel then probably Forza. It's probably my 1, 2 and 3. Very nice, Jordan. Games that stood out to you this year. Um, uh, well, Mark's list was really good. Oh, yeah, hey, thank one, you. Yeah. No, uh all all those games were really good and I agree with them. Um Games that really stood out to me this year. You wrote I mean, on this list. You put. Yeah, I know that's that's like my probably number two game. Oh, so, oh, okay. um, I kind of narrowed it down to like a top three. Sure. So uh, my third one is Forza. I I really enjoyed Forza. Uh, I think Forza Five was the best iteration of everything that Forza Horizon does. You know, map challenges, 
Um, the only the only thing the only complaint I had about Forza Five was really just the club system. Um, yeah. Other than that, everything else was was top notch, and I I think it's I think it's a really good racing game. Yeah. So uh, the second one, like my number two, is probably Resident Evil Eight. Yeah. That was a really yeah. good game. That was Village. I think they did a good job of of basically combining the old style Resident Evil with the new style Resident Evil. And what I mean by that is they they kind of had a lot of throwbacks to Resident Evil Four with the shop. Uh, you had the whole mansion sequence uh, at the beginning, which is very tight knit corners, very claustrophobic, having to run from enemies because you can't you know kill them just yet. Um, it had that that suspenseful feel. Yet uh, combining it with like the modern kind of high action scenes that you had a little bit towards the end. Yeah. Um, and within that, I mean, I would call it a I called it a linear open world, uh, but it was really good. It was really fun to explore. Uh, the thing that Resident Evil does well is it, it's kind of like a Zelda game where you want to explore to get something so then you can go back to a place and use that item yeah. to, to better your character, uh, which is really good. And I, I personally love the switch to first person. They did that in Resident Evil 7. I thought it was a fantastic switch. I think they did great with it again in Resident Evil 8. And I, I think it's it's one of the best games this year. Cool. So, so that's your number two? Yeah. Uh, number one. Uh, and it's been out the shortest amount of time would probably be Halo Infinite. Yeah, yeah, we we figured. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that that game's just good. The way it, it feels like a modern day Halo Three, and that's what does it for me. Uh, everything I, I I love everything, most everything about it. It's not perfect, but it's it's close. Uh, the campaign is good. The art style is good. The gameplay is what does it. The gameplay is fantastic. Uh, like Mark said, the story is really well done. Um, they they made they kind of fixed things that people didn't like previously and they did it in a very good way to not kind of alien like i don't know alienate what happened because they acknowledged what happened but they did a good job of course correcting if, yeah. if that makes sense if, you, if you're not a fan of the halo 5 story which not very many people are um they did really good and the multiplayer is top notch they just released the patch this week which added uh new game modes like my favorite swat yeah which is still is super fun. Tactical shooter. It's called Tactical Slayer, but Slayer, uh, we Slayer. all know it's called. We all know it's SWAT. We all know, so it's, we all know it's Team SWAT. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they added Festa, Fiesta, Free for All. They added a Team Slayer playlist. It, it feels like Halo. It's really good, despite my own my issues with that game. Despite the progression and the customization, which I think can be fleshed out, um, and I think can be improved. And three four three has said they're going to improve it, and has already proved that they are improving it. Um, the game is, it's really one of the best games of the year. And on top of that, being a free game on the multiplayer side, Boom. the amount of content and, I, I mean, I say content, but the amount of polish you're getting from a free-to-play game is really good. Um, and then what what really puts it over the top for me is I think 343 is doing really well with the community. I, I feel that they legitimately care about this game and franchise and want to take it to the best place possible and they've done that by doing the live stream they had earlier this week by, uh, by all their tweets saying like hey we know this frustrates you as a player we understand it frustrates us too we're fixing it they're honest they say hey we're going to try and get these modes out before Christmas but Christmas is coming up and we, we need to take breaks too you know and, and they got them out you know they're, they're very transparent and through their actions I guess uh, I think they've proven that they they care about this franchise just as much as the players do, and I think it's start. I think it's starting to show, and uh, I think well done to them, and and good for them because I think their game is is game of the year. Brad LeCompte wrote in because you guys both mentioned Halo, you both mentioned Forza Horizon Five. I think that's the general consensus out there, top tier games. He says, "Do you think it was fair for Xbox to drop Halo right on top of the release of Forza?" Was this disrespectful to Playground? He says, I know Halo pulled me away from fully exploring the beautiful world of Forza Horizon 5. Do you all feel the same? Yeah, I would it's be curious. Then, there's always, especially if you're a studio and you're creating a game, you're gonna, you want your game to do as best as, it's can, as it can. You're under the Microsoft um, umbrella there with Playground games. You drop mm -hmm. Forza Horizon 5, m many people calling it game of the year, and then they drop a few weeks later. Halo, which you expected to have a whole month. I wonder. I I think I would be a little bit perturbed if I was a, a playground. I I, I don't know. I, I think or, or 
I, I think your audiences do cross general audiences, but I think I mean one's a racing game and one's a first person shooter. I mean you couldn't get further apart from from game design. You know, I think they're both different enough to where it's okay to release them near the same time. Well, but see, time. I think that's how <laughs> who I think got shafted was Battlefield 2042 because they just, I, in my opinion, because uh, Battlefield 42 didn't really launch the way we wanted it to launch. I think Halo just took the wind right out of their sails. It really, yeah. yeah. Well, here, but here's the thing. So I think Horizon 5 and Halo, because they're both under the Microsoft umbrella, because they're both on Game Pass, your answer there, Jordan, I think is exactly how Microsoft feels about it. Look, two different games. They appeal to two different people. Doesn't matter as long as they're in playing us. But I think if I was at Playground Games, I would be like, ah, damn it. I don't know. You had 11 days to play it. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. You, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah fair. Fair A point. couple extra if you paid money yeah, to order it earlier. You, that's, that's Microsoft. We gave you a whole week, man. We gave you 11 days. What do you want? <laughs> I, I mean, you could say this with... Well, imagine imagine if Halo 5... Or not Halo 5, sorry. If Halo Infinite flopped, you'd go right back to Forza. Yeah, that's true. Thank yeah, goodness but, it didn't. Yeah, well, but, but yeah, the thing yeah, is, is, is Thank Halo... Thank we don't live in that universe. <laughs> Halo, you know, was expected to drop in December. Now, granted, behind the scenes, I don't think they ever intended that to happen. Well, and technically, the campaign, which probably pulled away more people from Forza, mm. did drop in Halo. Because I don't think... I mean, like I said, I think there's some crossover... But I think I, because it was multiplayer only too, as well. I, I don't think you're. I think they were fine. I mean, they probably saw a drop because they're all on Game Pass. But we'll see what. T- this is unique to me, but I got banned. So <laughs> yeah, that's what I it for you. So, so I so couldn't that, play. Uh, after day ten, he was, <laughs> he was out. Yeah. Uh, Blake, Blake <laughs> Densley brings up a good point. He says, "Remember, Halo was scheduled a year ago, but had to be pushed. It wasn't meant to originally compete with Forza. That's true. That's true." Unless this was always the plan, but see, chess. But I don't yeah. think. I think in this con- in this case, they complement each other. I don't think they're competing with each other because the goal here is to not sell the game. The goal here is to sell Game Pass. Well, see, that's how Microsoft views it. But if you're an executive at, at if you're top tier at Playground Games, you want to be the top dog. I mean, that's you want to be. Yep, we're game of the year. We beat. We beat. We beat Halo. Well, I think they. I mean, yeah, I think I think they proved that. I mean, how many people have Game Pass, and how many people bought that early access through Game Pass? Which just goes to show you, even though you can get it free in two days, you're still willing to Talk pay about money. Forza Five, yeah, yeah. Forza well, Five. So I don't. Yeah, I don't think it, Microsoft didn't it, break, didn't it break records? Yeah, it broke records. Like, so did Halo. <laughs> so two, guess, two games yeah. <laughs> in a row that broke records. See, I think this is a case of they both, you know, go out and get drinks together. I don't think they're mad at each other. I think it's you don't have to. This may sound weird, but you don't have to be angry at someone else for their success because, uh, well, that's in general, but especially if you're successful too, you know, both oh, can be point. lifted up. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure Microsoft point. spreads the money evenly, you know, so <laughs> if sure. one does better, they all do better. Yeah, right? you can, you uh, can no, be what? happy for, I don't know, maybe that's just a naive viewpoint from me, but. I feel like you can be happy for someone else's success, mm-hmm. and in this case, they're on the same team. I think, I think Halo screwing over Battlefield was more like a yes, baby, let's do this. But, yeah. but I think both of them were successful, and I think it. I, maybe I'm just dumb, but I think it's a good thing to think. You know, I would think, nice job, Halo. W- when was the last time you played Forza Horizon Five? I was banned right okay. before Halo came out. Okay, and, actually, but, it was no, right before. But Battlefield I have came played. Out. I ha- like last last week mm, okay. I, but to be fair i haven't been able to play a lot of xbox lately mm. but i yeah and that everybody i hurt my hand this sounds stupid i couldn't play i couldn't play xbox this week it's pretty dumb yeah <laughs> um well what i what i what i, what I <laughs> That's think it, why. what but, i think is worse is when ea released battlefield and then titanfall and then had a and i know call of duty is not ea but then they knew call of duty was that next week so you had three weeks in a row row uh, I think I think that was worse because then you had EA not only were Battlefield and Titanfall competing with Call of Duty, Titanfall they were competing and Titanfall Two. They were competing with other with with each other, and because Titanfall Two was still relatively a new franchise, a lot of people flocked towards Call of Duty and Battlefield, which I really think hurt Titanfall Two. So I think that situation was worse. Well, I think but they that's had because Battlefield Two. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They had they were all right next. I mean, to Battlefront. Other. Battlefront didn't that come out around? No, I think that was later. Because oh, okay. that was two that I anyway. Okay. But uh, yeah, I think that was worse because they were the same. But but I think them being different. Com- I mean, they're really complete. The only similarities they have is you can drive a warthog in in <laughs> in uh, Halo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're two completely different games. Um, I think they're different enough to where it didn't. It didn't really affect. I I don't think it affect as much as we would think. Um, yeah, well, and the studios are on different continents, so they they there's no you know well, I, they they you know it's not like they're walking down the hallway and yelling at each other. I'll add when I want to be when I want to take a break from a shooter, I'm going to be playing Forza. Like mm. I think that's what Jordan's getting to. It's a different. They're different enough that the audiences don't cross as much as two shooters side by yeah. side. Yeah. I saw. I don't know. I think. Yeah. Great question, Brad Lecomte. Yeah, Thank really you very much. For writing in, Jordan, we've brought up Battlefield 2842 now a couple times. Slick and Twisted wrote in and says, Challenges, player XP, and cosmetics in Battlefield 2042 is pretty awesome feature. Do we have a date for Season 1? I can't stop playing Battlefield. Jordan, you Yeah, so it's um early early 2022, I think is the last we heard for Season 1. Um, Battlefield is a fun game, and it has it has a lot there. I do feel like it needed a couple patches, which is what I've said before. I don't think it's a terrible game by any means. Um, I think it's a really fun game. I think it's going in the right direction, or or at least it started in the right place, and now it needs to go in the right direction, yeah. which I think EA has realized, and I think that's why they made a lot of shifts in their company to put this game in the right place, because this, this game can be the next Battlefield 4. This game can go on forever. Battlefield 4 still has popular... Uh, lobbies today yeah you know I, I think this game can can it, and i think that's what they want it to be is the next battlefield 4 and some of the changes they've made they came out with gun balances which fixed the assault rifles which was really great um they've they added a rush mode so rush mode from bad company they added that into the 2042 maps which is great um as m- much fun and cool that i think 128 players was maybe it wasn't the best because when they released that rush mode on portal, which is it, it lowered the player count. Um, it felt a little bit better. So I, you know, maybe they, they need to look at the way the maps are kind of laid out. If you, if you're doing that many players or something like, anyway, there's, they're headed in the right direction and they have a lot of cool things and I am excited for season one. And that's probably when I'll jump back into battlefield heavily. Uh, Cause right now I'm kind of focused on finishing out that last of the battle pass on halo but I, I think I think Battlefield is heading in the right direction, or it started in a decent spot, and I think it needs to head in the right direction. The foundation is there. They've created a good game. Now we got to fix the little stuff, the little bugs and problems that are there, which they've done a good job of doing so far, and then we just got to deliver uh, on, on future content since this will be a live service game. Yeah. Um, now, one thing I will say is Battlefield does do cosmetics. Um, I mean, cosmetics are always, uh, what's the word? Nice. No, no. Some <laughs> people like them. Some people don't. Right? Like oh, subjective. Subjective. Yeah, because one person may love a cosmetic. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the word he was trying to find. Nice. <laughs> uh, one person may like uh, the Santa skin, for example, which took a lot of flack, and one person may not like it. You know. So, but what they do well is, and this is what I wish Halo did, and this is. Hands down, I, I really do think Halo is, is my game of the year. Uh, what 343 has done is fantastic, but I wish they would have done more with cosmetics out of the gate. Um, I mean, we can, we can whether they should have done the cosmetics and the battle pass the way they did, uh, we, we can debate that as much as you want, but I, I do wish they would have done things more like a Battlefield or a Call of Duty where so many weapon kills get you a certain skin. Um, so many, you know, when you do a certain achievement or challenge, it gets you a certain skin. Uh, for example, beating the game on Legendary and Halo gives you nothing. You get the achievement, which is great, but wouldn't it be awesome if you had a flaming blue skull for beating the game on Solo Legendary? So people know that guy beat the yeah. game on Solo Legendary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be honest. The cosmetics you get in the campaign really aren't that great, especially on the Commando rifle you get like a red skin and on the commando rifle it looks not nice but anyway i the my my only complaint with halo is i wish they would have done more things with their cosmetics and their battle pass but again credit to 343 they've come out and they've talked about it and they've acknowledged it and they even talked about the tenrai event 
and how when they do the Tenrai event come in January, it's going to be a lot different. They're not going to have they. Uh, I, I one don't, item. I don't. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't remember the exact words, but they alluded and they talked about the, it's a samurai skin, and they're not going to put the samurai items in the store. Yes, yes. They're gonna. You know what I mean? They're gonna. Yes. They're gonna. Uh, they're gonna do things a lot differently, and that's one of the reasons I. Also bump Halo up because I, I really like the way 343 is handled. And I feel like 343, anyway. But going back to Battlefield, I think it just like I said, it, it, it has a good foundation and it's fun. I enjoyed the game. And I think even Mark enjoyed it when he played the because he played the 10-hour stuff. Yeah, I actually really, I really liked it. It was fun because it let me play how I want to play, yeah. which is don't shoot anybody, but fly around and look at people. Yeah. <laughs> and Which Martha. is actually, I really enjoyed it. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was a fun time. But oh, oh, go no, I was just gonna say. But it's it's a good game. It just it 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 just needs a few patches. Is all. To get Thank there, you, you know? Thank you, Slick and Twisted, for writing in. That is a, a great question. Let's end our last podcast of the year. Everybody, remember. Well, we'll wait, what are your games? We'll yeah, be, we didn't even talk oh, about Forza, you. Forza Horizon Five. Psychonauts was a pleasant. It really was pleasant surprise. It really was really fun to play with the children. And the level design is what really that Tim Schafer. I've never played a Tim Schafer game really, and this was my so, first introduction. And the level design really blew me away. So they're all the Tim Schafer games are on Game Pass. Yeah, like his previous ones. Go get them. They're fun. They're quick. They're yeah. usually they're adventure like M- Monkey Island style. You know, um, but they're they're actually very good. Yeah, I didn't play a lot of off the beat games. Play a lot of Vigor this year. Obviously, what is your favorite game of this year? Yeah, that's what we asked. Just tell us, man. This is a safe place. It's okay. Look, if if it's if it's a uh, game that one night stand or yeah, anything yeah, like if that, it's something like that, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it would be between Microsoft Flight Simulator on the console, okay. which is just so good. Yeah, and and Halo. Yeah. I really, really, I have not had that much fun multiplayer wise in a very long yeah. time. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So yeah, good. So are they both tied for first? I think they're both for different reasons. Microsoft is a game that you can just sit back. My well, kids will sit down with me and I'll be like, guys, let's fly to Bear Lake. <laughs> and we do. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> there it is, kids. There out is. the left you, window. You know what you should do? You should go from the Great Salt Lake and then fly up on like, because they have those planes with the, you can. Pontoon planes? Whatever they're called. I don't yeah. know. I'm not a pilot. <laughs> I'm close though. Yeah. I'm close. But you can take off and land in water. Do a do a route from the Great Salt Lake to Bear Lake. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll hit up all the big lakes in the area. Dude, that, yeah, it's it's just a lot of fun. You know what would be cool? It's is- a game. You know what? Like Sky- Skyrim had this effect. Skyrim, you would go off the beaten path just to explore. Flight Simulator has that. Only it's over the world a real world map. It's <laughs> yeah. Imagine if it was like Elite Dangerous, where they come out with a patch where you can get out and walk around. Yeah, my only complaint about Flight Simulator is they need to hire a different water graphics dude, because when you go to like well, Niagara Falls, for instance, and then you come down in, it's like that's it. I'm pretty sure well, I, I could think be they wrong. Go in and like detail. it's like it's like an algorithm AI like that's AI. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. you're flying in Bing Maps. Yeah. So I I don't yeah. think it's a I don't think it's actually an actual person. But if, if you notice, because they go in and they like fine tune things. If you notice, if you download like the Paris pack, yeah, the, yeah, like go if you fly pre Paris pack and then download the Paris pack, they actually went in and detailed all the city. You know, eventually we'll have the whole world detailed. Yeah, I hope so. Everything that's, but I mean, China. That is an under. <laughs> yeah, that's or and North Korea. I don't North think Korea. we can go either to either of those places. I, they, they can get the wall. No, I tried the wall. It's all weird houses. That's because that the, the algorithm. Same, the so same what they guy needed. that made the water made the <laughs> Great China Wall. No, no, they have to come out with a Great Wall of China pack. <laughs> the Great Wall of China. That'll be huge. Yeah, we'll fly alongside it. That would be. You know what they should. You know what they should do that. It was really. It was one of those places. So the Great Wall of China and Chernobyl. Those were the most disappointing places I I visited. Because <laughs> Chernobyl is actually incredibly lush and beautiful. With nothing, yeah. It, well, no. I mean, when you say it, it like that, no, it, it was. I, I mean, watched Radiation you. is basically fertilizer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would, no, like when you went to Chernobyl, I was expecting like a fallout type situation. But but what, I wouldn't apparently use the word after lush that, after that stuff blew up. Things started growing. I wouldn't use the word lush and now, beautiful. I would say I don't know if they're green like, and watery. Yeah, but lush green. There was a lot of green there. They, I mean, they may be like man-eating plants, but but I'm 
Was it glowing green? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, the I map, the same guy that makes the water in the Great Wall of China, the map AI, is looking at that color and going, hmm, that's not right. Let's make it this. And they put bushes there, but it's probably like a plutonium green. Yeah. One of my goals for next year, so I've been, I started a job one year ago today, actually. Wow. It's my one-year anniversary. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Hold on. Yeah, do something. There we go. Yeah, thank you. Respect. Mission passed. Respect. Well done. Anyways, and so this year was really getting my. I have a. I have a very involved job, and so like I'm up till midnight a lot of the time, or really late, and then up really early. And so my goal for next year is to, to not work. No, is to like <laughs> I'm finally to a point where like getting into a routine and a schedule and things are happening. And so to set aside specific times to play games. Um, and goals to, to beat games just that that was a real struggle for me this year speaking of goals real quick before we go I do want to talk about let's start with spicy it's off the cuff I'll drop this on you sure the X1 bros we've been around for seven years now what yeah. does year eight look like to you for the X1 bros 2022 will be year eight what does it look like yeah Looks what is what is what is January goals, through December goals progress what where do you I think don't. we are where, where would you like to be Realistically speaking, I don't know. I like making cool shiz for people to watch. Like for everyone listening, uh, if you ever want to join us live, we do it on Friday on our YouTube channel. We do pre-shows and post-shows, and I I really like making fun stuff for people when they support us and things like that. Maybe there was a point where I was making uh, an asset like per week for yeah. for this show. I would like to make a lot more of those. Yeah. To to really. Basically, what I try to do is for people that donate live and to that really support us, I like to make things that are funny and entertaining that, you know, I try to reward them for supporting us, you know, type thing. I've I think I've made some pretty funny things. Uh, I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, I would like to make a whole bunch more. So my goals, I guess, would be to give it back to the people and humor and in my creative dumb zany weird way that i do with like assets so if you did one every other week that's 25 new assets i know that and i i try to do that it's just life man no, it's, it's true. so hard i'm i'm a i don't i'm my own self-employed creative you know i create content for businesses and stuff photography graphic design whatever and sometimes it just hits me so hard that it throws me off. You, you're talking about a groove. Uh, it throws me off of gaming. It throws me off of everything when I just get hit so hard that I just, I lose my in the face. I get smacked and it get, it's hard to get back on that train of making those videos and stuff. So I just, I think I just need personally to get better at creating this stuff um, to support the show and just to, to really, I don't know, showcase fun, fun for people to support us and stuff. Jordan. I don't know how to do it because I get thrown off, but that's what I want to do. Jordan, how T-Bucks spicy got skills though. Everything he makes is sick. Yeah, thank you know. very much. I appreciate that. Jordan, how about you? Why do you yeah. see the X one bros in year eight? I see us being bought out by Amazon. <laughs> Well, AWS has had so many issues this week, which is oh, it is job. yeah, man, so, it has. Oh, I bet so yours would be when terrible. Mine was bad. When you're uh, so when you're thirty percent of the internet, when you go down, I yeah. think they're like thirty six. I think we need more competition in that space. Well, where's uh, where's Microsoft? The Azure servers, right? Azure deep. I think they're probably all over, but deep in Iceland. <laughs> Are they really? No, but I mean like a lot like <laughs> like where all the is, seeds are. Yeah. So basically yeah. what I'm the what, world seeds. And someone let me know. Basically what I'm asking is Microsoft Azure, is it like AWS? Do they do the same thing or are they different? Like Microsoft servers no, focus on something else. No, they're the same thing. So yeah, it's they're hosting servers. Yeah. So AWS And maybe Microsoft gets more aggressive and goes after Amazon. Jordan though, tell me, year eight. I think it's gonna be good. Okay. Okay, there <laughs> Any we go. goals or I anything? Be good. I mean, he's the one that actually accomplishes his goals. He does. To uh, his, man I really would does. like to get better and try and do more of those videos we've been doing. Yeah. In addition to the streaming. Yeah, Jordan the Man has been uh, yeah. starting to edit some videos, which is which is. He's good. been doing a so really think, really good job. Really too. hard. I think for us, so we made the move from from, some, from Twitch and Mixer. Well, from Mixer. We kind of were on Twitch originally, originally years and years yeah. ago. 
then, over to YouTube. And I, I will say there's this adjustment period, and we're still trying to figure out YouTube to be perfectly... Well, and they, YouTube does change things constantly. Yeah, but I think on the streaming, what you go from the more you stream, the more you're rewarded, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to on YouTube, that's not the case. Yeah, it's more of a maintaining it's 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 streaming is a bonus and so figuring out the right formula there for us I think has been the difficulty I think I do think we have it and I yeah, think I, 2022 is going to be a, a, a big year I for us that I way. have I would really like to help and try and grow the YouTube part of it yeah uh, we from, grew, from what we have now to obviously yeah we grew our podcast everybody this year so that's been fun just peek yeah. behind the curtains here one thing that we i'll give you an example of things that that figure out that might seem obvious to you as you're listening but as you're going through it it's not so obvious as you're in the forest you can't see see you know out through the trees necessarily but one thing that we figured out is our behind the scenes content yeah we're just oh wait you can we can use our phone and just upload it straight to youtube and so we have a lot more behind the scenes stuff for those of you who have joined us as members there mm-hmm. um really cool stuff like for instance right after the show you'll get to see us walking through our ex- new xbox fridge that is here yeah. and how it's uh you know how it works how it operates the whole shop we all have different uh, shelves we have different shelves yeah <laughs> in our yeah, xbox with series drinks. with different drinks yeah with different drinks yeah, yeah. i try to cater to what you guys you did a like. good job yeah thank you anyways just stuff like that so i think 2022 is going to be really fun year um and big big for that so and i think streaming i'm i'm going to say that i think streaming is going to what well, the purpose of-, of streaming is going to change because i think youtube is going to 2022 is going to be the year that YouTube, I think, starts to really take yeah. the reins. Well, we've seen all the stuff they've already done for streaming, like getting big players and making changes, but the changes coming are even better. Yeah. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be big. It's going to be fun. It's just going to be a good time. So Happy New Year's. Merry Christmas to everybody. Thank you for, for joining us. There was Happy one, holidays. There was one more thing that I wanted to discuss. Oh, NFTs came up. This is talk about a year. One year ago today, nobody knew about NFTs. No, today it's like yeah. a common nomenclature to the point that Ubisoft announced NFTs coming to games. Now, for those of you that don't know, that's the space that I I work in. And right now in gaming, Ubisoft got a lot of crap for it, and there is going to be big players that jump into the NFT space that mess up or that do that are scammy or try to rip you off or just don't do it correctly. NFTs are coming to gaming. It's 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 a reality and it's good for us gamers. Now there's going to be in the same way that loot crates had to evolve to battle passes. Like loot nobody liked loot crates, but battle passes were good for us. Loot crates were that first step. I'm not saying NFTs are that first step. I'm saying Ubisoft is that first step. So whether or not Ubisoft does it right or Ubisoft, you're I'm going to get a million corrections, but I say Ubisoft. Um, no, they came out with a video saying you could say it either way. Yeah. It's actually what Microsoft should have done with Forza instead of that whole school lesson. But thing. here's the thing. Here's the thing about <laughs> NFTs. Now, technically, I don't sure. I'm not sure if Ubisoft is necessarily. The thing about NFTs right now is they're on the blockchain. A true NFT, by definition, is on the blockchain so that it's provably yours. Everybody can see it. It can be audited as yours. I don't think that's what Ubisoft is going to do. I think it's more like you have an account. And now I could be wrong. You have an account. You Ghost Recon drops. And you own X, Y, and Z NFT, uh, and then you'll be able to sell it. A lot of like what uh, Steam does with challenges and badges. Well, if you've ever played Counter Strike, Counter Strike, you know exactly knives. what this is. Yeah, that's that's what it is. So NFTs, for those of you that don't know, is stands for non non fungible transaction. Thank you, transaction. Yeah. Uh, and it just means something that's not physical, but that you own. That's it. And it's provable ownership, which means that you can buy and sell and trade and do whatever you want uh, with it at will. Now, it is the beginning of an industry, but it's the beginning of the industry, which means it's the it really is the future because you buy Ghost Recon. You spend one hundred dollars on the big Limited edition, the, the big edition. What? Yeah. Say it again. Sorry. Limited edition. Limited edition. Thank you. I don't know why I'm having trouble. It's speaking. okay. Yeah. This is a safe place. You're, yeah. you're okay here. Yeah. The limited edition, and you get in-game uh, digital items of a cool coat or something. Well, guess it's right now, that's cool. You can go put it on a game, but what can you do with it? You can't do anything with it. If that becomes an NFT, which Ubisoft is looks like they're really taking that, pushing that forward, I think Microsoft is going to be able to do it in Game Pass because you kind of need an ecosystem. But 
Ubisoft, you you buy the Ghost Recon, you get a special helmet or whatever you get, special gun. If it's if it's not an NFT, that's it. It's in the game. If it is an NFT, now there's only a hundred of these in the world, or however many limited editions sell. Now I can go sell that one day to Spicy really wants. He's a collector of all different guns from different games. I could sell it to him. Now I can make money off of it. Now the way the NFTs work traditionally is whoever originally created the object gets a cut of every sale, ten percent, like a like a tax. Think of it like a tax. Yeah. That's not that's not a that's not a downfall. That's an incentive for them to create quality NFTs. Yeah. I, I it's it's the future. It's yeah, gonna be awesome. My, I think when it comes to games. Yeah. And the thing about NFTs ideally is interoper interoperability. In other words, I can take a gun from Red Dead Redemption, a revolver, and I can bring it into Call of Duty. Imagine when we get to that point. And that's the future. It's Ready Player One. Yeah. Uh, Omni treadmills. Oh, yeah. Ready Player One. And I think it's, really, ex I think it's really exciting. And I know there's a lot of criticism, and I don't know the details on how it's going to work, and, and I'm sure they might mess up. But just the fact that we're going in that direction, it's big. Yes, game companies, Microsoft, PlayStation, Ubisoft, EA, they're going to make a lot of money from it. But guess what? So are you as a player, as a gamer. As opposed to, like, I guess the comparison would be buying it from the like no nft and buying it straight from the store and then them making all the money and you not making well anything and think eventually. you know what yeah, I mean? because with an of, nft you can eventually resell it think of, and then you make something think of the know. cut that ubisoft is going to take because i i just i'm addressing that because i see that as one of the number one complaints out there as ebay you're selling an, a product on ebay ebay takes a that's, percentage yeah, that's actually a really good they're example. providing the marketplace yeah. for you that's all that it is yeah that's actually a really good example but it's going to take gaming to this whole other level where but it's safer than eBay where where your your item in this battle in, in let's say the Halo battle pass you get that Tenrai event samurai suit imagine how many people aren't going to do that and then in four battle passes later it, how rare those will be and what those will be worth if you could sell them as an NFT that it all of a sudden takes gaming and makes it so that guess what you can do you don't have to stream to make a living from your game you can just play games and make a living from your yeah. game. And it's awesome. Yeah, I think it's really fun. I think it's exciting. Well, like you said, it's it's going to be a trial and error thing because I even I know with like Counter-Strike, it has been abused because there's like black market places for Counter-Strike. You know what I mean? With NFTs, it's it's a little bit different because it's now not the black market, I guess, yeah. would be the word. But. Now, keep in mind, there are a lot of bad projects out there. Oh, there yeah, are yeah. a lot of get Just like with quick, anything. rich schemes out there right now as if with any new technology. But as big, reputable players start jumping into the game, it's going to change everything. And I Like Ubisoft. Well, I think... Yeah, and I'm very excited for I it. I think when it comes to gaming, I think there just needs to be a balance. Because I'm not against NFTs. I, I have a few. I think it comes to balance, right? Like, for example, people... Like, I don't mind that there's an in-game store. I mind when... Only the primary way of getting something is through the in-game store. You, you know what I mean? I think there needs to be a balance. Yeah. And like you said, I just think, yeah, I, you're right. It's going to be like But it brings error, more you know? value to, to yeah. us as gamers. Anyways, uh, we'll close with that, I guess. Oh, yeah. Merry uh, Christmas. Happy holidays. and um, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, blockchain. <laughs> Yay. You want, me to, you want me to hit that outro button Xbox, now? the X1 Bros. Thank you, everybody, for supporting this year. Happy 2021. It's been a great year. Here's the 2022. Be safe. Have fun. We will see you January 7th. Our next podcast, our next show. Bye-bye, everybody. Enjoy yourselves. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Play some games. We're going to see you guys next year. Next it's year. Crazy. A year from now. That's yeah. awesome. Bye, guys. Have fun. Love you all. Bye-bye. <laughs>